Moncrief on News Talk. Now listen to this, right? It's the 40th anniversary today of now that's what I call music. If you're of a certain generation, well, probably many generations, this used to be the biggest thing. The compilation record first launched in 1983, featuring the biggest stars and their latest pop hits, and has remained, even to this day, which I was surprised about, a frontrunner of mainstream music. There is only one person who could join me to talk about this, and it is the most roving of roving reporters, Henry McKean. Henry, hello, sir. How are you? John, John, I'm good. And this is big, big news. Today is the actual anniversary, and that noise, you can hear it in the background, for people of a certain age, that is a CD uh, that I'm holding up of He has now. an actual CD. That's what I call music. And they were a double album, and they were a price of a normal album, and you had all these massive hits on it, and you could save a fortune. When I was growing up, I think it was £1.99, uh, I'm showing my age there, uh, for a single, but you could get one of these for a little bit more, if I remember correctly, about eight ninety nine, nine ninety nine, yeah. depending on the year I'm going back back to perhaps um, uh, the 80s, but DJs swore by them because they'd get all the songs on the one CD. Here is Ian Dempsey from Today FM looking back. 40 years, is it, Henry? My God, my God. It changed everything. It really changed everything. Now, that's what I call music. Didn't even have a number on it because they they probably thought they were only going to get one of these. But it did change everything because I am old enough to remember the Top of the Pops LPs where people used to go in and they used to record versions of songs for copyright reasons or whatever uh, and they were always inferior to the real thing. Now, people like Elton John, for example, was on those albums as a backing singer, just doing a session, getting 50 quid for it or whatever. So that was the Top of the Pops albums. And uh, I think my dad still has some of those at home. But then, now that's what I call music came along. And suddenly you had all these original versions of original hits and they were there for you and you could listen to them over and over again. Unbelievable stuff. And there was a competitive one then that came on um, which was called The Hits Album. I think Sony brought that one out but now that's what I call music has survived big time I remember hearing Fairy Tale of New York for the very first time and it was the last track on one of the Now albums and it was hadn't even been released but they had already said this is going to be a big hit so that's where we were playing it from as DJs on the radio because we couldn't get the single because it hadn't been released yet so we played that and then it became a massive big hit but uh, I mean so many favourites down through the years and it seems that all the artists gave their approval and gave the rights for their songs to go on this album and uh, it's just it's brilliant I remember being in New York and seeing that they had started doing it but we were at something like Now 65 and they were at Now 4 they sort of started a little bit later than the rest of us so their numbers were a little bit down What a fantastic success it's been. And then, of course, they went into video as well. And you could get the video version of the whole thing as well. And then technology took over. And then Spotify took over. And then Tidal took over. And then Apple Music took over. And then the world has changed completely. But we still love. Now, that's what I call music. Indeed we do. The unmistakable sound of Ian Dempsey there. By the way, if you want to get in touch, WhatsApp 87 106 or you can email afternoon at newstalk.com and we are drowning in nostalgia already as I figured we might. Already people have been in touch. I had the first one, that's from Eamon and Kilkenny. I have the original now double vinyl. I won it. That's from Darren in Dublin. And it, Ian Dempsey makes a good point there because mm. if you were a DJ yeah. suddenly to have an album that had all these different songs you could play as opposed to having to deep dive into one one album by one artist like it was oh, huge, brilliant really. and sometimes it would come out on the compilation f- 
before it was released as a single. I know. Uh, sometimes they'd make that mistake. And like, even if we take that first ever one, you can't hurry love Phil Collins. <laughs> Is there something I should know? Duran Duran, Red Wine, Red Red Wine, UB40. Yeah. They were all massive hits. Uh, and you got them all on the same um, uh, compilation. Of course, that's a cover version. UB40's yeah, right yeah, yeah. Not, not that it matters. They, I don't want to get into a rabbit this, hole this here. Is, go down this into a is hole. why you love it. Yeah, you I do. It, I do love it. So listen, you've been talking to some mm. of the fans. Uh, yeah. What did you hear? I stood outside a record store and they loved these compilations and we're now up to, uh, now that's what I call music 116. It was convenient. You got it all in the one. It was convenient shopping for music, Henry. Boy George, Banana Rama, uh, Golden Discs in North Earl Street. Uh, that was nostalgia. And that's what you did. You went and got your now. Oh, yeah, it was my uh, musical fix. Uh, uh, I get stuck in a time warp every time I see. And when it got to 100, I said, I'm getting old. I remember number one. So number one, believe it or not, was 40 years ago. It was 1983. Henry, you're making me feel old. It's a time capsule, something that you look back on. I won't say a misspent youth, Henry. That would be too much. And was it cheaper than buying individual singles? Was that why you did it? Because I'm just looking at this particular now. There's around 40 tracks, and I like maybe about a third of them, so still good value, all for the price of one album. I would use a comparison maybe to what Michael Collins said. Uh, a little bit of something is better than a lot of nothing. And when you, when you look at the quality... Overall, uh, it's great. So I look back on uh, my youth listening to the double albums and then you get, might get a Christmas special and a rock album special. With now, But it's a great uh, capture in time and people uh, should always look back on the, the Now That's Music collection. It's a great reflection on times gone by. You know, you got all the hits of the day, basically, you know. So it was a cheap way of getting all your favourite songs one album can't believe they're what they're 40 years of them now just brought fond memories like Spice Girls dancing with my grandparents really good so probably now I think it was now 10 or 12 I don't know so you've got loads of Spice Girls songs yeah, in there yeah lots of Spice Girls lots and you loved girls. it loved it and what about you what did you love about now that's what I call music singing along to all the latest uh, hits we didn't buy the compilations. What we liked back in the, say, in the 80s or whatever was the compilations that came with the music magazines like... Like Q. Like Q. Yeah, like a free CD. Quite often they were really, really good and yeah. well put yeah. together. I, I just remember the cover of it and having it at home, listening to it. People reminiscing there about now. That's what I call music, which is 40 years old this very day. Lots of WhatsApps coming in. I have some now CDs where it's as recent as 2004. My first now tape was one I got for Christmas 1989. That was the Spotify of our generation. That's from Peter in Dublin. Indeed it was. Now, Henry, you also went to a record shop. John, John, I did. I went to Freebird Records. And oh, great they record shop. Do you have some um, nows just in the back room? They've got some in stock. And I actually did buy now, that's what I call music, number 39, because I had this. I actually gave it away. Oh, so hang on. This is one you bought today. I bought it. it was I thought you bought this in from your youth. No, I, I, I got rid of them all. I feel terrible. I kept. You got rid of all your CDs? All, all my, I got rid of all my now all my nows, oh, but okay. I kept my Bruce Springsteen's, I kept all that, kept the, you know, I was going to say the good stuff, but there's some really good <laughs> stuff here, and you're going to judge me. I actually loved this. I loved the fact that this particular one, it's 1998, it had All Saints, Never Ever, The Lighthouse Family. I actually listened to, like, I know you're judging me, I'm The not. Lighthouse Family on the way in. 
and there's also some <laughs> Robbie Williams. And Robbie Williams is across these albums. The yeah. stats on him are huge. I'm actually going to pass you over that album. Um, and um, we, we, did, we, get, we got to actually visit uh, Freebird Records. My name is Jasmine Wood, and I work at Freebird Records. <laughs> So we're here in Freebird Records on Wicklow Street in the heart of the capital. And we do have some Now That's What I Call Music, starting with Now That's What I Call Music 22. Uh, this one's got uh, Take a Chance on Me, uh, covered by Erasure. It's also got The One by Elton John. Uh, it's got En Vogue, My Lovin'. Uh, this came out, I'm going to check the year, and by looking at the actual CD, 1992 is that one. When I was 10, I had a copy of Now That's What I Call Music 6. 6? Yeah, I don't really... I think Incubus was on it, and like, Who Let the Dogs Out or something? (laughs) Something like that. And what is it that people loved about Now That's What I Call Music? Um, I think it's really accessible. It's sort of like, you know, the hits of the time. Now I think they're just kind of a fun novelty because they're like vintage... So we're actually here in this record store and uh, these are second-hand and they would be considered vintage? Yeah, I mean, I would say so, definitely, because a lot of them are more than 20 years old. So. And would you listen to these? Can you understand why there's such a nostalgia uh, to these ones? This one's actually quite recent. This is 2014. It's got Little Mix on it. It's also got Rita Ora with I Will Never Let You Down. Um, this, is, this one's only um, nine years old. Would you okay. listen to this? I feel like if I were in the right m- circumstances, I could definitely get down with it. Yeah. I have a record player and I also like listen to things on Bandcamp, like streaming and things like that. Um, I don't actually listen to a lot of CDs, but a lot of people that come in here do. Uh, Jasmine there from Freeboard Records, reminiscing with now CDs that she actually has on the premises. I just want to come back to you about mm. you getting rid of most of your CVs. Yes. We moved house about five years ago mm-hmm. and it came time to throw out my CV, CD, CVs as well, actually, but <laughs> CDs. And yep. I just said, I can't do this because I look down that row of CDs and honestly like I remember don't worry I'm not about to get emotional I remember one given to me the night before my father's funeral I remember one after a heartbreak over someone I remember one in the car when baby number one was being born racing up so the life on, stuff. on CDs I look, I look down the spine in there and I mm. see them and we went to move house and I said I'm not throwing these out so they're now pride of place in a bookshelf so I really don't think people should throw out CDs but that's just I'm, I'm getting off the well, point just now. keep the ones that bring joy no. I mean that's what I do no keep I just, them all I, I've just kept my favourite ones and, and yeah, you're right. I mean, I was very slow to streaming. I think I only started streaming in, in, in 2016. But I mean, I do love uh, CDs. I love DJs. I had a very short-lived DJ <laughs> Yeah, well, I was going to ask you about this because you're going to mm. talk, we're going to hear from Dusty Rhodes in yeah. a moment who, who has a bit to say about Now 39. But you yourself DJed? I did. I worked in a pirate radio station called Hits 106. That then obviously News Talk 106 took that frequency. <laughs> Let's not get empty. into that. Um, uh, and we're now just called News Talk. And it all goes back to uh, the school bus in Scotland. Uh, Steve Wright in the afternoon in 1986 was being played. And it was a yeah. long bus journey from uh, a place called Kilmacombe near Port Glasgow. And I went to school in Glasgow, 45 minutes to an hour. And Steve Wright on the way back would be playing. And he was having such fun. And I thought, what? an amazing way to make a living. And then I tried to become a DJ. I tried to DJ in Greece, but I'd always forget to line up the next record. (laughs) 
and there'd be dead air and you can't have dead air. Um, but no, I just, I love the whole DJ thing. And they were back in the day, these guys were stars. They were superstars. Uh, and yeah, I got to speak to Dusty Rhodes. He recently won uh, Best Brand Podcast at the Irish Podcast Awards. Um, an established DJ, um, a, a podcaster as well, Atlantic 252, obviously 2FM and yeah. others. Um, here he is on Now. That's what I call music. We had compilations before that. I mean, we had the Top of the Pops albums in the 70s, but they were all cover versions. Uh, then in the 80s uh, and the late 70s, I seem to remember K-Tel, but they were just kind of, they had a cheaper and old fashioned kind of a feel about them. And then now that's what I call music arrived. And it was just brilliant. It was a double album for a start. So it was just stuffed full of the biggest artists of the day. You the big word now just emblazoned across the entire front cover with photographs of the who's who of pop music in 1983. I think it was. I mean, it had everybody and Lamal and it also had some quirky hits. Uh, Kissing with confidence comes to mind for some reason. Another thing that made the album uber cool was that if you had a VHS video player in your home, you could actually get a video version of the album as well. So you could watch all of these music videos without having to wait for Vinnie Hanley to come on on a Sunday afternoon on MTUSA. It was inspired by a picture that Richard Branson had, which was an ad for Danish bacon, of all things. And the poster had a singing chicken. And then there was a pig who was apparently very happy at the chicken singing. And above the pig was a caption that read, now that's what I call music. And the executives in Virgin was hanging on the wall there somewhere said, eh, they just liked it. It just clicked for them and they decided to go with that. And they also decided to go with the pig. And from what I remember on the inside cover of the first album, that exact poster is there and you can see it. By the time now four came along, then the pig had grown into this whole icon to go with the series and it was wearing sunglasses and headphones on the front cover. And also that was an important album now for from an Irish perspective, because it had an Irish artist included for the first time, I believe. And it was a little band they were called U2. That's what it was. Because U2, kind of early 80s, they were like, eh, they may go somewhere, they might do something. But once they were on, now that's what I call music. You knew. They were going to be big. When I started DJing, when I was still in school back in St. Paul's in Rahini, this was the most overused album I had when we were doing the social nights in the, what was it, the GP room of the school or something like that? Oh my God. When I think back to school discos, the memories stop. Dusty Rhodes there talking to Henry about the anniversary of Now That's What I Call Music. Lots of, I was saying I keep all, I've kept all my CDs and will continue to do so, even though I don't really buy them anymore. I can't throw them out. Lots of people also saying they're doing that. One person saying they've kept them since 1999. Someone else suggesting uh, there should be a new compilation of Now CDs called Now That's What I Call Now That's What I Call Music. Not a bad idea. Henry, mm. so we're up to date now. We, we've been talking about the first yeah. one all, but there is... 116, 116, yep. the next Now Music is due out imminently. No, it's unbelievable. There's something like 2,400 artists uh, are on uh, all of these different um, albums, these compilations. And Robbie Williams has made 38 appearances, 32 wow. as a solo artist, and six with Take That. Uh, it's, it's, it's huge, absolutely huge. And there's also a 40th anniversary edition, which will have a bit of everything. Here is Golden Discs, who still stock the new stuff. Uh, here is uh, Aoife Clark. I guess for us, the Now albums have been such a stable piece for us. Um, they've been around a long time now, 40 years. You know, we're up to now 116, which is crazy. We get three new ones every year. We look forward to ourselves for putting them on to see what kind of music gets picked. 
it's definitely a nostalgic thing as well. You know, when I think about the Now albums over the years, I just think of Christmas. Um, I know I'm not the only one that always got one every year in my stocking. Um, I think everybody did. Um, just in general, I think, just a, a nostalgic thing as well. Like every time you'd pass a music shop, you'd be so excited to go in and get the new Now album, get home, stick it on your CD player. For me, it was my karaoke player and I'd drive my parents mad and now, yeah, so on Friday then, the now 40 Years was released, packed full of um, favourites such as Bon Jovi. We have a bit of Britney in there, a bit of Spice Girls, so there's a bit of everything for everyone. But yeah, it's it's come a long way and it's still holding strong. But yeah, for us, it's just a nostalgic thing. So uh, it, it seems as popular as ever, it would seem. Henry, I'm going to give you back your oh, Thank CD. you so thank much. Thank you for bringing it in. Disappointed you haven't had it since your childhood. You only bought it earlier this I, I did have a copy in my childhood. But you chose it through. I did, chose I did. It through, uh, I did listen, throw it up. Ever since I knew we were doing this item, a song has been playing round and round in my head. Come closer. <laughs> Just that was on the very first one, right? Yeah, number track number eight, um, Total Eclipse of the Heart. I what heard that about four weeks ago, came up on my Spotify thingy shuffle. And, you know, I would have thought traditionally I'd turn that off and I listened to the whole thing. But I think I actually like that song. I think it's called Getting Older or something like that. But anyway, Henry McKean, thank you very much. I really enjoyed that. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.